One of the most beautiful thing that you can ever do is to give your heart totally to the things of God, especially from a very young age. And in case you do not have that opportunity, and then God gives you the grace and you are surrounded with people who love God, then you should tune in to that frequency by all means. I know there will be a lot of setbacks, a lot of things would come to challenge that love that you have for God and that is just a test. The Bible made us to understand that there's something called the trial of your faith. And the Bible made us to understand it is normal. It is normal. It is normal for all Christians across the globe. If you see, if you look at Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse two. Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse two. says how that in the great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded onto the ridges of their liberality hebrews chapter 11 verse 36 hebrews 11 verse 36 hebrews 11 verse 36 Hebrews 11, verse 36. Thank you, Jesus. It says, And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. This is what Hebrews was saying concerning trial. What did Peter say concerning trial. It says first Peter chapter four verse twelve. First Peter chapter four verse twelve. First Peter chapter four verse twelve. What did Peter say concerning trial? First Peter four verse twelve. It says, Beloved. Think it not strange concerning the fear trial which is to, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. Please can you post the next verse, verse 13? Beloved, think not strange concerning the fear trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. It says, but rejoice. Inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, 
ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Amen. Now, let's see First um, Peter chapter 1 verse 7 also. Then we look at what James said concerning trial. Then we are done. First Peter chapter 1 verse 7. First Peter chapter 1 verse 7. It says that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes. Wow, I like the comparison here. The comparison it says that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes. So Peter is saying. This trial is much more important than even gold. So it's better that this trial comes. It says, though it be tried with fire, it says, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Then look at what James said. James chapter 1 verse 2. James 1 verse 2. What did he say concerning trials? He says, My brethren, count it all joy. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Count it all joy. <laughs> Now, post verse 3, verse 3 and verse 4, verse 3 and verse 4, count it all joy. It says, knowing this, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Wow. The trying of your faith worketh patience. It says, but let patience have a perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen. Did you see that? That is just a quick overview of what some of these um, apostles that were close to Jesus, what they encountered and what they said concerning trial. You see, there were people that really loved God with all their heart. They really loved God with all their heart. They were given to the things of God. They followed Him dearly. But what happened? They were afflicted. So, listen to me. Do not think because you are a Christian, every day will be like <laughs> you are in... Um, uh, what is the name of this? Um, you are in Neverland. <laughs> I think now we don't have Neverland anymore. You're, or, you are, or you are in Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> no. You're going to face some challenges in this world. But the Bible says, 
they are called trials. Am I talking to someone here? Am I speaking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. Or Candyland. If you can rejoice in your trials and you don't you don't um, begin to go under pressure and allowing pressure to drive you into doing things that you don't do you're going to win so do not allow the trials and the temptations that will come to put you under pressure stay firm stay focused amen we need to understand that the trial of our faith is much more important than gold that perishes. One day, you know, clap your hands for the Lord and you're going to say, thank you for all these trials because they are making me to become who I'm supposed to be. They are making me strong. They are making me solid. They are making me bold. <laughs> You see, our Lord is more than a military man. Have you ever been to the barracks? You see, the kind of training that these people, they undergo. A friend of mine, he told me he wanted to apply for a military job so when he went to that place he said within one minute everybody take off your clothes <laughs> they were about 15 in one room within one minute everybody take off your clothes he said as for him he usually laugh at people, but that day he could not laugh. The seriousness with which he quickly took off his clothes, he himself he was wondering. <laughs> Within one minute, put on your dress, everybody. Kelly <laughs> was just the beginning sometimes you need to go and sleep in the bush you need to stay in the bush for nights and days sometimes you'll be in the river inside this river for days sometimes you'll be without food for days all these were the training the training for the soldiers 
Why were they being trained like this? Because a time is coming. They are going to face um, challenges and they are going to face things that will bring them into similar situations. But if they have not been trained for us, when that time comes, they are going to fail. So you see, every trial you are going to you are going through right now is preparing you for higher challenges that is to come. In fact, your destiny demands it. It is a training. Amen. It is a training. Some of you you would have put it now that sometimes you need to you would be with a certain amount of money and it is not enough for you but you just need to find a means to manage that money you see these are all training apostle paul said he said i know how to live when i have much more and i know how to live when i don't have at all you see so these are all training training for a higher purpose and the bible made us to understand that this training will bring us it will bring out the glory of the lord upon our lives i'm sure you are so excited when you see a military man in his attire you see the way he stands he positions himself you watch the way he walks it's just so beautiful you see the way they respond to commands it's just so beautiful the lord is training your hands to war amen and train your hands to war, you are not going to get it easy. There was a time I was living in a strange land with a particular uncle of mine. And this man sometimes Sometimes he gave himself to drinking and smoking and a lot he gave himself to these things and when he comes back he starts misbehaving. Let me say the man was a drunkard. Every night different troubles. Every night different troubles. So there was a certain night he came back i i mistakenly deleted one picture from his phone <laughs> this one started he was like you the pictures you deleted from my phone you don't like those people that's why i deleted it the man started talking i was just quiet and i was like oh it was a mistake he did not even listen to what I was saying. The man started insulting and cursing and cursing and cursing and cursing. As the man was cursing and cursing, 
the Lord opened my eyes. I was around 20, thereabout, I think 20 or 21, thereabout. The Lord opened my eyes and I saw in the realm of the spirit, a particular angel appeared. And as the man was busy cursing and cursing, the angel was busy catching those cases in the realm of the spirit catching those cases uh, so i had no reason to be worried although before then the lord had already spoke to me that something like this was already coming so i was not surprised the next day the following day this man he removed all my properties he removed all my clothes everything i had from that room and then at that time i had nowhere to go because then my parents were not in that country I had nowhere to go <laughs> it was one of the most difficult times in my life I was wondering this was my dad's brother and they had the same mom the same dad and the treatment was harsh very very harsh I felt very sad because the reason why I came was because the Lord wanted me to come. And I came and suffered. <laughs> you know, the journey you go through to greatness is not an easy one. Somehow, 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 the Lord took care. I left, I left that place. I left that place. The Lord took care of that. You see, but I just want you to know that as a Christian, you're going to face challenges. You're going to face trials. But must not bend. Must not bend. Sometimes it's going to be financial sometimes it's going to be um emotional sometimes it's going to be um social environment sometimes it's going to be from your family you see it's going to come from different direction but listen to me you must not bend under pressure you need to stand firm okay you need to stand firm stand very firm and do not allow anything to move you amen the Lord is able to turn your situation your circumstances is able to do anything you must know that you see the God the God that we serve is an all-wise God. 
He is a master builder, a master planner. You must not be moved. You must not be moved. Isaiah said, He has set my face like the flint. I shall not be moved. He has made my head strong, stronger than my enemies. He has made you strong and he's still training you. Still training you. Amen. Every phase you are going through is planned for your own destiny. Don't allow it to swallow you up. You are coming up. You are coming out glorious. You are coming out wonderful. You are coming out much more beautiful. Amen. I know I know but when things are like this you have two options and one of the things that Christians want to do is to begin to complain they want to complain why is this happening what is going on they want to complain they want to give themselves to worries <laughs> see may the Lord open your eyes to see what you need to see may he cause your eyes to see the future may he open your eyes to see that what you are going through you need to go through it it was said of Jesus that for the glory that was said before him he had to go through the sufferings of the cross because of the glory he did not give up he went through that suffering until he came into that glory and because of Jesus today we are here I'm prophesying into the life of some people here I'm prophesying into the lives of some people here that your life will be a blessing to a lot of people a lot of young people out there in the mighty name of Jesus your life will be a message your life will be a story that the Lord is speaking forth to a generation in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus Prefisa kumande velegiza. 
you must understand you have been called to live for eternity you have been called to live for eternity your life surpasses vanity life is much more important than the vanities of this world you know nobody understands nobody understands eternity better than those who who are dead nobody understands eternity you see eternity is just close in fact as a christian you are already living in eternity the only difference is the place where you are living it because we shall not die anymore that is why when you read the bible it says those who have slept in the lord they don't die again they sleep or they change locations but they keep on living one day you're going to enter into an eternity with a being and your service to this being on the face of the earth will determine how your eternity is going to be would it not be wise that Jesus said that you ought to love the Lord with all your heart will it not be wise to yield to that advice that anything that will make you not to that will make you not to love him you begin to remove those things from your life that those people that will make you to stay far from him you begin to remove those people from your life you give everything for it with not the wise jesus gave a parable and he said he said the wise man he discovered that there was gold on a particular piece of land what did he do he went to sell everything that he had he sold everything that he had just to buy that particular land there's nobody and there's no christian that is going to enter into this eternity without much sacrifice much sacrifice much sacrifice he went to sell everything that he had why that he may get this land with gold that is the way of the kingdom we give up everything we give up everything for one purpose you make sure that your life the essence of your life is for this purpose if you live your life for eternity you would have nothing to fear jesus said those 
that shall find their life in this world. It says, they shall lose it. They, that, they want to please themselves. They want to make themselves happy always. They want to live for themselves. He says, they shall lose it. But they, that shall lose their life. Why are they losing their life? They are giving themselves as a sacrifice. They are not trying to please themselves. They are trying to please the one who they are living for. He says, they shall find their life. They shall find it. Oh my God. It is a very, very great wisdom that the things of this world would not make you to sell your birthright just like Esau. He sold his birthright and you can see his story. Look at what happened to him. Didn't go well. You have got to live above the systems of this world. Listen to me. Listen to me. It means you must learn to be able to live. Manage yourself at every point in time in this world without being under pressure to get things by wrong means. You know, there are some people um, they need to steal. They need to steal before they can survive. You must not get to that point that you need to cheat people. You need to live wrongly in order to please yourself. No. You must not get to that point. How do people get to that point? Pressure. Pressure. How do people get to the point that they have to go to other gods? They need to go to this um, Habanese, um, or did I say Habanese? Sorry. Um, this, um, how do they call them? This high priest of lesser gods. How do they find themselves there? Most people, they go to those kind of places because they are under pressure. They are trying to please their mom. They want to show their dad that they have made it. They are under pressure. They want to show their colleagues that they have made it. So they find different means. You see, and listen to me. The devil is ready to give you the wealth of this world as long as you are going to give your soul to him. He made the same negotiation with Jesus. Sell your soul to me. Give me your soul. And I'm going to make you rich. He is still making the same proposal to a lot of youths today. 
for the rest of their life, they live for darkness. They live for darkness. Though they are wealthy, yet they are living for darkness. Their days are wasted. What shall it profit a man? That was the question of Jesus. Oh God. What shall it profit a man if he should gain this world and yet he loses his soul? You see, let me tell you something. On this Christian journey, there's just a thin line in line that demarcates the Christians from the world. Just a very thin line. See, if we should carry out a litmus test, you find out that many Christians are not even pastors, are not actually living for God. They are not living for God. You must not live your life that way. For things, there's a higher life. There's a higher life. Was it not the Son of Man? He said, He said, the Son of Man have no place to rest his head. The forces have holes. The birds, they have nests. But the Son of Man, you see, that was our captain. He says, oh, he says, my meat is to do the will of him who has sent me. Velekina manavanai. Varakumba zile. That is my meat. To live for him every day. To live for the one that gave himself for me. To live for the one that gave his life for me. That is your will. That is your meat. That is your purpose. Amen. I'm not saying don't be rich. I'm not saying be poor either. the things that you have or that you don't have would cause you not to live for him. Hey, you are a traitor. You are a traitor. The things that you have or the things that you don't have must not cause you not to live for him. Because those things don't determine our relationship with God. If they determine our relationship with God, then we are lost. <laughs> I have money, I serve God. I don't have money, I don't serve God. I don't have money, I serve God. I have money, I don't. You see, your relationship with God is based on the outcome of your life. You cannot live for Him. Can't live on. Amen. 
Amen. See, I live for him. I am not moved. I am not moved. There are a lot of Christians. You see, they are running helter skelter. And that kind of running that they are running from place to place, jumping from place to place, is desperation. And the Holy Ghost hates that. Jumping from place to place. Become, 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 become. Let peace, let peace flood your heart. Let peace flood your heart. He's more important to you than the things of this world. Amen. I say he is more important to you. He is more important to you. Amen. Do not be moved. Do not be shaken. As you learn to live for him, if you should stay faithful, if you should stay faithful, he's going to trust you with the wealth of this world. Because he knows you will be a good manager. Amen. The first thing is to learn to be faithful. Learn to be faithful as you follow him. Learn to be faithful. Be faithful with the little that you have been given. Somebody asked, how can I how can I be faithful? How can I be faithful? I'm a student. How can I be faithful? If you're a student, don't allow your academic life to override your spiritual life. Learn to bring him first in everything that you do. Learn to bring him first. Matthew chapter 24, verse 45. Can you display that for me? Matthew 24, verse 45. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He says, Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord had made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Who then is a faithful? Can you display the next verse? Verse 46. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord had made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Yes, next verse. Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. It says, Verily I say unto you, 
that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. Faithfulness. And if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayed his coming. Huh? Let's go to the next verse. And shall begin to smite his fellow servants and to eat and drink with the drunken. This is, this is talking about the state of some Christians right now. They have forgotten. What are they doing? They are eating and drinking and drunken. It says, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him and in an hour that is not aware of. Oh, I love Jesus. Look at his words. He says, and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and clashing of teeth. Faithfulness. Faithfulness. There's no need for you to be faithful today and tomorrow you are not faithful. If you want to believe, if you want to live for the world, live for the world in its fullness. If you want to live for God, live for Him in its fullness, full capacity. You don't need to be hot. You don't need to be cold. You should either... You don't need to be hot and cold at the same time. If you want to be hot, be hot. If you want to be cold, be cold. <laughs> there are some people living in this world. They have already signed their life to live for the devil. And some of them, listen to me, and some of them are the ones who are the mentors of some of our children. <laughs> some of your children, they want to be like the people or those ones who think they have made it in this world. You don't understand what it means to make it. To make it is not in that material sense. To make it when we say to make it is actually to fulfill your destiny. Some of them are trying to be like Jay-Z. They are trying to be like Beyonce. They are trying to be like Michael Jackson. Because they don't know what they actually want. You see, these people are people who are raising men for darkness indirectly they may not see they may not know they may know but that is what they are doing they are raising men for darkness they are priests of darkness serving another kingdom and they are your mentors when i ask some of you christians who is your mentor? You say, oh, I want to be like Rihanna. 
I like I like the way I like the way she walk. I like <laughs> start your mentor. Who is your mentor? They are training you in the ways of darkness. Bringing you in the system of darkness. You see, that's what Jesus Christ said. We are not of this world because there is a worldly system. A worldly system that is trying to dominate every area of our lives. They are in schools. They are in um, everywhere. Everywhere that there is a form of gathering, they are there. I'm not surprised in some countries you cannot preach, you cannot even say Jesus anymore in the schools. You can't even mention Jesus. You can't even hold a Bible. So maybe you happen to be in this kind of places. The question will be, what are you doing for the kingdom? What are you doing? The soul of men that's bother you. That men are perishing. Does it sound an alarm in your ears? That you see young men and young women living anyhow. Does it affect your heart? Does it drive you to your knees to pray for them? Oh, you are okay with it. That shows how far you are from true purpose. True purpose. It is real that no one would perish. No one. When was the last time you talked to somebody about Jesus? When was the last time you went on your knees and you prayed that a certain sinner may be converted? When was the last time you spoke to your friend concerning Jesus? You see, as simple as these things are, but they are litmus tests to our Christian work. Whether we are doing it effectively or we are not doing it effectively. Somebody would come by this message and say, ah, what is this young man saying? He doesn't know that what we are looking for, we need to make it, it's money we are looking for. What is he saying? <laughs> You can't see that before you, there are men who came on this earth and they achieved even greater than what you would even achieve. Where are they now? Where are they now? Where are they now? 
That is the story of the rich man and Lazarus. He found himself in hell. And that one was gathering goods. He was gathering goods and the riches of this world and bensling everything. And then he said in his heart, Oh, I will now sleep and rejoice and I will eat and drink and make merry. And then the Lord came to him and said, Oh, you fool, tonight I am taking your soul. To whom are you going to leave all these things that you have embezzled? There's a way of our kingdom. It is not the way of this world. You must not allow darkness to colonize you. Amen. Today, there's not much difference between Christians and the world. The difference is not clear. Even among those who claim to be serious Christians, there's no much difference between a Christian and the people of the world. It says, let your light so shine before men. Where is the light? Even the light is not there. The light is off. The light has been turned off. Because, why was it turned off? Because you chose, you chose to satisfy yourself, to please yourself, than to serve a king, than to live for a king. Help us, O oh Lord. 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 Help us. Kalivala mastivikina mana veliki boru venisavana velimara venisena valimara kinevana. Mavrikesis. I like to bring people back to a place where they can reflect. You need to come back again to that place where you can reflect that the life you are living now, if you are taken, what have you done for him? What have you done for him? So he's going to ask you. What did you do with the little life, the little years that I gave you? You have lived, just imagine, you have lived 20 years on the face of the earth. You have lived 30 years on the face of the earth. You have lived 40 years on the face of the earth. And yet you have never done anything for him. So when you stand before this great king and he looks at your hands and he sees you have done nothing for him. Everything you have done was to live for yourself. Amen. Is that how you want to live your eternity? 
knowing that you failed, knowing that you did nothing for the one who saved you. You did nothing for the one who gave himself for you. In fact, you are supposed to go to hell. You are supposed to go to hell. But yet, you allow the worries of this world to choke the love you have for him. You see, every day there is a choice that is being placed before you. Every day a choice is placed before you. It's either to please yourself or to please him. Every day that choice will be placed before you. Amen. You ought to choose him. 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 Amen. that you want One day, everything will be gone. One day, you're going to leave everything. It will be Him. It will be Him. It will be Him that you would have. What are you going to to do today? Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Nothing matters. Thank you, Jesus. 
and draw. Many of you who have dropped your sword, it's time to take it back. It's time to take back your sword. Many of you whose hearts are far away from him, it's time for you to awaken your love for him again. You should not be distracted. You must not be distracted. Stay faithful, stay faithful, stay faithful, and serving Him. Stay faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. We speak as a result of burdens that the Lord places on our hearts. And the duty, the duty of a man of God is to disperse the burdens of the Lord to release his burdens to show you what he is feeling and to show you or to bring you into your reality your true reality to bring you back a lot of times we need to be reminded again we need to be reminded again we need to be warned again That is how we are going to stay on the path of life. And that is how we are going to make progress as we are reminded. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I am no good to you if I cannot cause your heart to run to him if i cannot awaken your love for him there's nothing i have done i may say two million things three thousand words but if it doesn't stir you it doesn't drive you to love him or to want to want him more then i'm just making noise 
He is the center of everything. He is the center of everything. And let me tell you something. Once your relationship with the Lord is broken, maybe because you chose sin over Him, once it is broken, you find yourself in a state of confusion. So every time you go down, you must learn to stand up again. You must learn to run to Him. You must learn to run to Him. You shouldn't sit down there. You must learn to go back to Him. I have fallen again. Oh, help me. <laughs> help me to stand. I have fallen again. Help me stand. Once he sees that you are making an effort, oh, he's going to release grace to you. He's going to cause you. He says, I will cause you to walk in my statutes and obey my commandment. He is the one that gives us the grace to do those things. You see, a preacher said, the Christian walk is a life of impossibility. A life of impossibility. Meaning it is not possible or meaning it is very difficult. But there's somebody who walked in that life, who walked in that way, who walked in that light. And he has made our path easier. Because he walked in it, and others have also walked in that path. Like Peter, like James, like John, like Apostle Paul, they have walked in that path. So we know it is also possible to walk in that Amen. Jesus Christ was your audience. What would you be preaching to him tonight? <laughs> I'm just curious to know. If you are a preacher and then Jesus was your audience, what would you be preaching to him? <laughs> or Apostle Paul. What would you be preaching to him? Huh? Steps. Ten steps to make it. 50, 50 steps to walk in your destiny. Blessing my mother, There are greater things. There are greater things. There are greater things. There are greater things. Amen. See, sometimes you need to pray and say, Lord, just give me a glimpse of heaven. Just open my eyes to see heaven. See, once you see that place, once you see it, ah, you just need to, Lord, give me a glimpse. Give me a glimpse. Let me just see one second. Just one second. Your face. Lord, let me just see your face for one second. That picture is going to be in your heart. Only one second encounter, it's going to change your life forever. Just a glimpse. Huh. These are times 
people must stand up and march again, which is gospel, which is word. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If that thing that makes you happy, if you should lose it right now, would you truly love him? Would you still wake up in the morning and say, Lord Jesus, I love you? Talk to him tonight. Strengthen me to walk in my purpose. To walk in that which you have called me to walk in. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me to see clearly. Help me to see what you want. Help me to know what you want and follow that which you want. The last of this world. Let not the last of this world overtake me. Let not the affections and the desires for the things of this world overtake me. Help me to stand. Help me to stand. Help me to stand. Talk to him tonight. worship you tonight. I want to help you tonight to come into the place of glory in Christ. Allow me to help you. Allow me to help you to come into the place of glory with Christ. Because you are going to go into the world today and there are a lot of things that is going to try to steal your heart, your love for him. I'm telling you, a lot, a lot of things. So at the end of the day, you are going to be exhausted. You are going to be drained. So you say, oh Lord, today, I want to live for you today. As I go into my daily activities, I want to live for you. I want to live for you. I want to serve. I want to live for you. The day you say that devil will come against you with temptations you have never even seen. Creative temptations from every angle. It's going to come against you from every angle. Help me, Lord. 
Help me, Lord. Strengthen me. Cause me to do that which you have called me to do. Strengthen my hands. Strengthen my hands. Strengthen my hands. Strengthen my hands. Strengthen me, strengthen me, strengthen me, strengthen me. I don't want to lose focus. I don't want to lose focus. I know I'm speaking to somebody over here. I don't want to lose focus. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Ah, cobra fini masana falaki broki fesana. Rumi stevele ki palaki nevena. Oh, desires, desires, desires are trying to pull me away. But strengthen me. Strengthen me, O Lord. Strengthen me, O Lord. I am weak. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Farakumana Fanazi. Hili Parakina Fonamarakini Finazo. The devil will bombard some people with suffering and they will decide to go to places they are not supposed to go. They will decide to do things that they are not supposed to do. Some of them will decide to sell their bodies. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. Kalavara Penefene Kisisa. Philemos Savarake Defene. That is the idea tonight to repair the foundation. The word of the Lord says, says, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Uh, absolutely nothing. 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 The goal for tonight is to repair the foundations. So buildings will begin to take place. The goal for tonight is that you severe yourself with Babylon. That tonight you leave Egypt. You leave Egypt tonight and you enter into the promised land where there is abundance. Many people don't usually like the way of God because it is slow. It is slow. They say things like, oh, you go to a pastor to pray for you and things are slow. But you go to these places within one week, oh, your money will be flying. Because the priests, oh, that God that has given you that money, He's given it to you 
to serve his kingdom. Every spirit, every spirit is under a government. They are trying to build their kingdom in every way that they can. So if you go to demonic spirit for wealth, they are only trying to build their kingdom through you. They see you as their messenger, their messenger to the world. That is who you are. of your heart see decide inside your heart decide deeply within you no I want to live for you with all my heart I want to live for you with all my heart Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
first night.